live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is 11 a.m. on the East Coast from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. Welcome to Live from America. Today is the 13th of May, already year of our Lord, 2021. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Patriot, and I'm incredibly excited to do this show today. You know, usually Mondays are the shows that I like the most, but when there's so much going on right now that you can't even literally fit in the entire, uh, you know, spectrum of news that you want to into one or two shows, uh, it means that I'm going to have a a good show because when I have a built-up amount of things to say, those usually end up being the best shows. Do you agree? Um, So uh, we are right now, ladies and gentlemen, exclusively on Rumble. The only way that I'm going back to YouTube is through a restreamed program that comes from Roku and Firestick. I actually got my um my my first approval last night came in and now I have to log in and I have to approve what Roku and Firestick and everything has set up. And then once I do that, they go through one more set of approval. I, I don't know why. And then it um and then it's and then it's live and then I'll and then I will be uh, streaming at the same time, simul streaming, simulcast streaming on everything. So when I go, if I when I go back to YouTube, the only way I will be there is if I'm uh, simulcasting. So I'll always stay right here on Rumble too. If you like it here on Rumble, stay here. Most likely, we're going to get kicked off of YouTube for life anyway. Um, but I will utilize YouTube to do lives when I'm on the road on the Save America tour bus because Rumble does not have live for mobile yet, okay, and I need to be able to go live mobile while I'm out there on the road, or else I won't be able to do the show for you guys, and everything I do, I'll have to upload uh, to Rumble, so just uh, stay tuned, Um, I'm working around the clock to make sure that I continuously am able to bring you uh, the daily show, so uh, for those who are watching exclusively live on Rumble right now, let's give some live shout outs, shall we, we've got Vicky, Vicky says, uh, she says, morning uh, from Vicky in Bama. I would assume that means Alabama. Okay. We have got uh, Thunder Rover, the Bay. Good morning from Pennsylvania. Good morning to you. Jessica O'Brien is watching from Florida. It's good to see you. Fireman217 says, good morning, Patriots. Wendy from sunny Minnesota, right there in the home of MyPillow.com. We've got Randy is in the building. He says, Jeremy, hello from Indiana. Randy Tinch checking in. We've got Chris6412 says, good morning from the Sunshine State. We've got people from Michigan watching. A lot of people from Michigan, actually. We've got Heather from Florida watching. Good to see you. Um, We have got uh, Heather, also from Kansas City, Missouri. Missouri, the show me state of Missouri. Good to see you. The Silver Wolf, Noma, says from Reno. Hello there. Good to see you. I'm so happy that you can join in today. Um, if you guys can do me the favor, this is the time when I'm giving these shout outs. It's a, it's a time for, for me to see who's in and it's a time for you guys to do the sharing. And it's really easy if you have the app. It's just right there on the bottom right 
if you have the app and you can click that share button and it should bring up all of your social media and you can just hit it right from there. Okay. Um, so I just, uh, you know, this is, this is incredible. I love, I really do love this app. I think uh, Rumble has got a lot, uh, a lot of growth to do, and I think uh, being here in the, in the in the beginning stages of it is a, is a huge thing. Um, we've got uh, Cup Go Pats shout out from Middlebury, uh, Middleborough, Massachusetts, Massachusetts, right down below me, my neighbor to the south. Arizona should do a new election. I completely agree. And let's do one more here. How about this? Is Doug? Hi, Doug. Thank you for joining in. I don't have anything else, but this is Doug. And Shirley says hello as well from Indiana. So, folks, um, got a great show for you lined up. And I got some names here that I wanted to also shout out. We got birthdays and we've got other things as well. Um, First of all, I'd like to thank uh, Missy Watkins because Missy sent me this amazing DVD just full of family uh, movies for me and the kids to watch. I'm super excited. One is called War Room. The other is Fireproof, uh, Courageous. Facing the Giants and Flywheel. And I have Pure Flicks, and I've seen none of these movies. And I know that a few of them are on there. So thank you very, very much, Missy. Um, uh, Deja Osborne, thank you for your monthly donation. Uh, Yelena, I hope I say this right, Yazina, Yelena Zolotarski, thank you for your monthly donation. Gary Mangot, Mangot, I don't know how I say some of these last names, you guys, I'm so sorry. Gary Maingott, uh, also for your monthly donation, and Michelle Marcelli, thank you for your monthly donation that I looked and saw that came in this morning through uh, email while I was responding to people's emails. Um, I'd also like to wish a happy birthday to Brandy Henty. Brandy Henty, her and her husband uh, sent me that beautiful uh, Scentsy uh, candle uh, with the uh, soldiers around it, so um, I want to thank them for that and uh, their continued support and viewership and a happy birthday to Brandy as well. Um, now something a little bit more sad, folks, and I really hate to go from happy uh, to sad, but when one of our Patriot family members, when one of our LFA family members uh, have a hard time, we need to make sure that we are on the ball and we are praying for them. We've got about 3,300 people watching live on Rumble right now. Um, I would really appreciate it if you guys could help get this to about 7,000. We need eyeballs, eardrums, and we need prayers from as many people as possible. Sh- uh, Shelly May. Shelly May reached out to me via Instagram. And she has a brother named Rob. Now, Rob himself... Um, beat, I believe, I, I don't have it in front of me, but I believe it was leukemia that he beat seven years ago. And then he found the love of his life. And he's been uh, with this, uh, with the love of his life um, uh, ever since. And uh, she passed away yesterday. She passed away from liver failure. And, uh, you know, again, I, 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 I always constantly go back to the grumbling and the complaining that I do in my life, yet I am healthy, um, especially now that I'm losing weight. Uh, my family is intact. Uh, my children are all healthy and, and growing. And I just, I, I, I have everything that God could ever give as a blessing, uh, including my own life. And I just, it's, it's so sad when I hear people going through uh, what Shelly and, and Rob are going through and the family of his girlfriend as well. So I want to I want to uh, say a quick prayer 
uh, before we get into the verse of the day and the Lord's Prayer because uh, I think right now we all need to come together. So if you guys could please do me a favor and stop the comments for a section, uh, minute. I know some people will just jump in and start commenting, but if you're already here, let's let's try to give that moment of peace for a minute. And uh, let's, let's say a quick prayer, please. Um, uh, our Lord and Heavenly Father, um, you are the creator of all, Lord, and uh, your will is always done. However, Lord, we know that when people are taken from this earth, it's not you who is to blame. It's not you who's done anything to take them from us. It is uh, the sin of this world. It is Satan. And, and we all know that the wages of sin is death. And uh, our bodies are vulnerable and our bodies are weak. However, Lord, I pray uh, with all of my heart that Rob and his girlfriend uh, know you, Lord, that they walk with you, Lord, um, that, that, that you, that you uh, go get, get into their hearts and, 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 and purify and, and, and give them a crutch to lean on, give them a friend, give them somebody uh, to, to, to lean on during these hard times, Lord. Um, I can't imagine losing somebody that close to me. Uh, unfortunately, we do live in a fallen creation, Lord. We know that. But we just ask for you, Lord. We ask for your blessings. We ask for your mercy. We ask for your um, your your support during these tough times uh, that we that we experience. And 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 as a as as friends of ours, as as a family member of a close close knit audience that we that we have here in Life from America, uh, we 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 feel that coming together and praying uh, will definitely help and 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 help these folks out in their hard time. Uh, and we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, that's hard. That is hard. Shelly, I am so sorry. Rob, I am so sorry. Um, but I have a feeling that, 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 uh, the God, God's your, God is in your corner and you're in his. So, uh, moving on from that folks, uh, it's a, I think it's a good segue to get into the verse of the day. Um, I, uh, I did mess up on my uh, spelling here. I wrote, uh, do rather than don't on the verse of the day. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to fix that now. The verse of the day today actually comes from 14, 27 and um and, and and i titled this today that courage comes from peace and i always talk about courage being contagious but you get your courage from peace all right and uh i said this this morning i said while you're reading today's verse take a deep breath before you start relax focus on the foot of the cross and ask god to interpret his words to you as he intended find a quiet place and read the gospel um and this is the verse of the day. It comes from John 14, 27. And it says this, and it might say something different in each version, but it says something very close to this. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give it to you as the world does. Don't, not do, don't let your hearts be distressed or lacking in courage. Okay? Uh, courage is contagious, folks. We say it all the time. And uh, do you know how to get real courage? Real courage? Kind of like the courage that I felt the day that the uh, FBI, you know what I mean? A, a moment that should have crippled me and made me so scared and, and, and shot my anxiety through the roof, even though nothing happened. It's a scary moment, especially when you have somebody like Biden's FBI out there running the streets trying to uh, intimidate people. But um, you get real courage through the peace of the gospel and a close relationship with Jesus. Only when you obtain this heavenly peace can you have and show real courage. Because you know that you are wearing the armor of God and no harm can come upon you. 
There are two kinds of peace, folks. Peace that the world gives you and peace that you get from God. The peace that you get, the peace that you uh, think you have from this world is nothing. It's nothing. It's like the difference between joy and happiness. You can be so happy here on this earth. Health, wealth, and happiness, right? You see it all over home decor and paintings and stores. However, you don't get to experience joy until you are in the grace of God. Remember that feeling of seeing your first child or even any other child after that born when your children or your child is born? Remember that feeling of joy that you experienced that was different than any happiness that you ever experienced before? That is joy. All of those feelings, joy, courage, and peace all come from a close relationship with the gospel and God through Jesus Christ. And I just hope that Shelly and Rob can, can come to find peace and come to know peace and, and ultimately uh, get some courage uh, to handle this, this uh, enormous burden that's, that's on them right now and this enormous sadness. Um, courage and peace, folks. It comes through God and it comes through the gospel. That Bible will always be there for you to lean on. Having said that, folks, let's say the Lord's Prayer together uh, loud. I don't even want anybody not saying it today. Today, I want you to say it loud. And if you don't know all of it, then please say what you know. Because I have a feeling the Holy Spirit will guide you right through this and you'll say every word, maybe even for the first time. And that sometimes you need to say it and hear yourself saying it in order to make it real. All right? So, having said that, the Lord's Prayer. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen, folks. Um, all right, we're going to get right into Live from America now. Uh, but first of all, I want to tell you that I misspoke yesterday for some reason, and I don't know what in the heck I was thinking, but I referred to Liz Cheney. <laughs> oh, by the way. You're fired. <laughs> Nobody cares. Mm. I referred to Liz Cheney as a senator when I know dang well she's not a senator, and I don't know why. I was thinking that at that moment in time where I was talking about her switching sides. I mean, obviously, we don't need Republicans going over and signing up with Democrats uh, anyway. But it's a little less of a uh, it's a little less of a, a scare when it's a, a congresswoman and not a senator where there's such a close split. So I apologize for misspeaking yesterday. I don't know where that came from, and I actually caught it before people started sending me messages. I'm like, why did I say that? She's not a senator. And then I started looking through my emails, and it's like, she's not a senator. She's not a senator. You idiot. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whoa, whoa, I get it, I get it. So I misspoke yesterday, Liz Cheney is not uh, a senator, uh, but you know what else she's not? She's she's not the chair of the Republican Party anymore either. <laughs> you know what else she's not? She's not third in charge because... You're fired. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got 5,000 people watching. That's good enough. Let's get going. The first and foremost section of today, we're just going to go ahead right now and get this out of the way. And you know what? I've avoided giving this guy the Dumb Dumb Award of the Month, but this guy gets more Dumb Dumb Awards, and not just because of his cognitive decline, because the guy is seriously, seriously a dummy. He has never been smart. He's always plagiarized. He's always stole from other people. He's always stole money from other people. He's got a crime family, and that's pretty much the only thing he is smart at. You guessed it, Mr. Harry Legs himself, Joe Cornpop Biden, gets the first Dumb Dumb Award of the Day today. So right there in that boom swamp donkey bucket, I have uh, I'm trying to make sure that I never ever miss ever again because when when a bucket is literally three feet in front of you and you miss. Maybe you need more coffee, or maybe you didn't have enough coffee, but let's give the first dumb dumb award to Biden, because Biden continues his cognitive decline very, very badly. Yesterday, he was talking to reporters, and he forgot um, Mitch McConnell's name, he forgot Kevin McCarthy's name, and he didn't even give them clever nicknames like we do here on Live from America. He just literally forgot their names. He's like, oh, uh, uh, you know, uh, McCarthy's name. Okay, so we're going to play this clip real quick, but what happened was he was walking away, all right? He was walking away from the media, and then, of course, his his cognitive decline kicked in, and people started asking him questions. Well, it's kind of like when you make eye contact with somebody in the grocery store that you don't want to make eye contact with. You know that feeling when you see somebody, and you're like, oh, man, I made eye contact with him. I got to speak with him now. Well, that's kind of like Joe is with his hearing. He'll hear things once in a while, and he's like, oh, squirrel, squirrel. But really, it's, oh, reporters, questions. And and, he, and, and the funny thing, the, the thing that I... Oh, what do we got here? We got some kind of, uh... oh, no, there we go. The thing that I, I, I never uh, seem to understand is who Joe is talking about when he said he's going to get in trouble. When he says he's not supposed to do this, you guys are going to get me in trouble. I'm not supposed to take questions. So you know that somebody, Barack Hussein Obama, is in charge. However, we know Joe Biden is not in charge because why would he always talk about, right? I mean, it's 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 so... Um, if you compare anybody to in your family that's ever had cognitive decline, and I'm sure a lot of us have, okay, you know that that people with cognitive decline or Alzheimer's or any kind of mental, you know, um, uh, issues as they get older, they just say things, right? It's com- it's almost like a person who's drunk. They just say things, and they don't even know they're saying them, but they actually mean them. Well, when Joe says, I'm not supposed to do this, I'm going to get in big trouble, something's going to happen, I can't do this, I can't answer questions, why are you guys asking me questions, I'm not allowed to be here, where's my mask, true international depression, all of that stuff, there's so, there's truth behind that. So we're going to play a clip here for you of Joe yesterday saying pretty much exactly what I just said right now, I'm not supposed to be doing this. We know, Joe, we know you're not supposed to be doing this. Oh, sorry to put you guys through this in the morning, but here you go. Thank you. There he goes, walking away. Which one, which one of the 12 I've had? <laughs> you guys are bad. I'm not supposed to be answering all these questions. I'm supposed to leave, but yep. I can't resist your questions. Um, uh, I, I came away uh, encouraged. and But I want to make it clear to you. I'm encouraged not just because of a solid meeting with... Um, with uh, the uh, come on, Republican leader in the there house. There you go. And with uh, with Mitch or 
Senator McConnell, who I've known a long, long time and worked with. I've been meeting with bipartisan leaders for a long time now. I've met with gosh knows how many. I mean, and there's more than one single group. There's bipartisan organ, you know, groups made up of 10 to 20 members. There's been groups that I, I met with. Uh, for example, I met with yesterday with Kristen Cinema. I thought that was a that scares she me. Purported, and I believe her to speak because, for- ladies and gentlemen, he has met with Chris, uh, Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin this week. Now I'm not going to go ahead and play the rest of that clip right there because he just goes on mumbling and doesn't say anything. It's not even the. Uh, there's another clip where he can. He just cannot get McConnell or McCarthy's uh, name out. He just can't do it. He just doesn't know how. It's like smack him in the back of the head to kickstart him almost. But that is what's going on, folks. The the the, the decline. But it is is so apparent, but it's not just the decline. It's the fact that he admits at least, at least three times a week that he's not in charge. At least three times a week he says he's going to get in trouble. He's not allowed to do this. He was told to leave. He's supposed to go. He's not supposed to take questions. I'm not supposed to do this after I get done my speech. Where's this? Where's that? How do I get out of here? Am I allowed to answer that? What are we signing now? What are we talking about now? Does anybody know? The guy literally has no idea what's going on. They prop him up out of bed like Weekend at Bernie's. They juice him up so he can go in front of a camera. And they send him out there and they pray to whatever God that they pray to. Because we know it's not the God of Abraham. We know it's not the God of David. We know it's not Jesus. Okay. Um, they pray to whatever God that they can, that this guy's going to make it through juiced up and, and at least, at least come out somewhat. Okay. But he's got a very strict time limit. And once they see that start wearing off, they're like, okay, questions over questions over. That's why he never can answer questions. So the, the first and foremost section of today was really to highlight the fact that this guy, uh, if, and, and now that you know it, and you may have already known it, but if you didn't, now you're aware and now you can listen for it. The guy is constantly telling you that somebody else is in charge. So what I want to do is I want to go to the comments real quick. And I want to see what you guys think about that. And if you've noticed the same thing that I have seen. Yes, I've seen the letter, Brittany. We're going to get to that next. Um, does he not have any new ties to wear? Thank you, Jeremy, for the award, Corn Pop says. Um, let's see here. Uh, who'd you meet with? Exactly. Wow, circle back stay, uh, circle back girl stayed in an interview and um, that they asked him not to take questions. Uh, oh, she said it in an interview. Okay, excuse me. Um, that's right. Usually things they were told not to say. It's sad. It is elderly abuse. You're 100%. Um, what president is not supposed to take questions, Jen says. Unreal. Um, Biden. Biggest idiot Democrats ever nominated, somebody said. The president can't get in trouble, LOL. I mean, it's exactly right, folks. You guys you guys are smart enough to know what's going on here. Everybody knows what's going on here. The world knows what's going on here. And the fact that, and, and this is what bothers me too, is I have some, I have people that I would call friends, I mean associates anyway, people that I know who voted for this man, okay? Who, clear, who, who definitely was all about, oh, you know, F Trump, orange man bad, Biden, yeah, gonna make the world all better, blah, 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 even though he can't even make his own world better and his own family better. You go to them now and you ask them anything. Ask them about the border crisis, ask them about the gas crisis, ask them about the pipeline crisis, ask them about the economy, ask them about inflation, ask them about uh, war in the Middle East. You ask them anything and you know what? They have an excuse for every bit of it. 50% of them who have an IQ of less than 80 will probably say this. Well, he's just trying to fix whatever Trump screwed up. Oh yeah, you know, because problems only happen months after somebody leaves, not during, right? There was no problems during except for what the Democrats were causing, right? Or they they will say uh, something idiotic like, that's not happening. Oh, what do you, would you just get that from Fox News? 
Oh, that's, there's no border crisis. Did you get that from Fox News? And I said, no. I got that from myself, from my own two eyes that I seen because I went to the border. Oh, yeah, when did you go to the border? I didn't see it. Yeah, I know you didn't see it because your eyes are closed. You're a sheep. Bah, bah, bah. That's what I just do to them now. I just, I don't even, if they give me some lame, tired excuse like, oh, did you see that on Fox News or that didn't happen? I just go, bah, bah. By the way, I've started asking people to take off their masks, too. Yesterday was my first day. I saw a family getting out of a car all masked up with children, all masked up. A little kid who was probably like four years old masked up, and they all got out. They looked so unhappy. They looked so very unhappy. And I said, take the masks off of your children. And they pretended like they didn't hear me, and they kept going. So I'm going to continue to do that. And yes, just like I said the other day, I am hijacking. I am officially hijacking the I can't breathe slogan. So this is going to be majorly controversial, folks, and people are going to come at me left and right and call me racist and whatever for hijacking their slogan. But that same I can't breathe slogan that uh, BLM was putting all over shirts about George Floyd, even though he overdosed on fentanyl, and that's why he couldn't breathe, I'm hijacking I can't breathe. I already have my shirt designer building a shirt for children uh, from teenagers all the way down that says I can't breathe with a circle and a mask and a cross through it. That's what I'm, and, 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 and I hope all of you who have children in school end up getting that shirt and putting that on your kid to take to school. I can't breathe. Every kid should be able to breathe. It's ridiculous. So I'm starting to tell people the same thing that they told all of us last year. Hey, put on your mask. I'm saying, hey, take off your mask. You're killing your children. That's child abuse. You want to say that we have uh, elderly abuse for not wearing masks? You're going to kill an old people. Grandma killer, grandma killer. Well, you're killing young people. You're killing your children. Oh, but you're a Democrat, so you already think it's okay to kill children, right? I mean, I'm starting to back them in a corner now. I'm just done with it. I'm completely done with it. I'm going on the offensive now, and I'm not going on the offensive in a way that is that is that is disgusting or anything like the left would do. I'm just merely saying it. Take the mask off, please. You're killing your children. Have a good day. You know what I mean? And I'm moving on because I think it's time for us to do the same thing, but in a but in a in a more stern, uh, quick and polite way, not such a disgusting way where you're where you're touching them or pushing them or beating them or throwing things at them or or hurling insults at them. Not that kind of way. But an, but an offense in which actually matters. That's what's happening right now with me. Now, we're going to follow up this dum-dum award with Biden by, by telling you that over 100 retired generals and admirals, this came out last night, wrote a letter to Joe Biden and the Corn Pop administration, basically um, uh, giving their concerns and saying that there's, there's definitely cognitive decline and he does not belong as the commander-in-chief. Number one, this is this is from over 120. They've all signed their names to it. 120 retired generals and admirals are expressing their concern with Joe Biden's cognitive abilities. And they said that something happened in the 2020 election and they believe that he is in the White House illegally. This is huge. And I'm going to bring up this uh, story for you so that we can actually read it together here. So let's go ahead and Fit this to the screen, and let's turn it over. American heroes, more than 120 retired generals and admirals with Joe Biden questioning his mental health support evidence of election fraud. Let's read this. More than 120 retired generals and admirals wrote Joe Biden this week questioning him on his mental health. The military leaders also agreed with the uh, myriads of evidence of election fraud in the 2020 presidential election. The generals, who our generals, also admonish the corrupt FBI and the Supreme Court for ignoring the election fraud in the 2020 election. From the letter 
to Joe Biden. Without fair and honest elections that accurately reflect the will of the people, our constitutional republic is lost. Election integrity demands ensuring there is one legal vote cast and one counted per citizen. Legal votes are identified by state legislatures, approved controls using government IDs, verified signatures, etc. Today, many are calling such common sense controls racist in an attempt to avoid having fair and honest elections. Using the racial term to express proof of eligibility is itself a tyrannical intimidation tactic. Additionally, the, quote, rule of law, end quote, must be enforced in our election processes to ensure integrity. The FBI and the Supreme Court must act swiftly when election irregularities are surfaced and not ignore them as was done in 2020. Finally, H.R. 1 and S.R. 1, if passed, would destroy election fairness and allow Democrats to forever reign, remain in power, violating our Constitution and ending our representative republic. Okay, A group of more than 120 retired military officials have written President Joe Biden to tell him his election was less than legitimate while questioning his mental acuity. Now, um, I don't want to read all of this to you, but it basically, here's the letter right here. You can find this on the Gateway Pundit, by the way. I, I, I really love spending a lot of time with the, uh, on the Gateway Pundit and the Hoff Brothers. They really have done a great job with this website, and they're putting out nothing but truth and breadcrumbs to the truth. Uh, I also get a lot of um, news from other sites like uh, the Epic Times is a great one, uh, Revolver.news, uh, GNews.org, um, The Federalist. Uh, there's a lot of sites out there that are really doing amazing, amazing work, and I do know journalists at a lot of them. So if you read this letter, you can go through and you can read it all, but there's five pages five pages of it and at the end they actually sign it and you can get all of the signatures from the retired generals and the retired admirals but if you're going to take any kind of um if you're going to take any kind of uh, letter seriously it better be from the people who fought for this country who know exactly what happens in these elections and in the swamp inside and out Moving on, it's time to talk about Arizona and Michigan, folks, and I need to take a, a sip from my Save America Cup mm. before we get into this. Okay, so we now know, reports have come out, that the uh, the Arizona Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, along with their partnership with Dominion, have not only fought every step of the way, along with Katie Hobbs, the Secretary of State, who should be in jail in Arizona, and Governor Doug Ducey needs to step in and step in now. I'm sick of giving this guy Smarty Awards when he doesn't do anything smart when it comes to the 2020 election. However, we do know now why they've been fighting so much. We know now exactly why they've sent hundreds of lawyers down there to try to stop this. We know why they tried to keep the uh, the routers from us. We know why they tried to uh, fight every subpoena, and we know why they didn't give us the passwords. Because last night, after about 20% of the audit has been done, the Arizona um, uh, audit team, which is Cyber Ninjas, as well as other people there that are helping and volunteering, have found out that uh, databases have been wiped from many of the machines. Completely wiped. And what can, what is contained in these databases is uh, results, elections results, how they came to those results, where they came from, what votes were done where, what county they were done in. All of that stuff has been completely wiped. Now, in a lot of cases, when you have IT professionals, and I used to work for an IT company, they can still recover this stuff. But there are ways to wipe things where you basically do what Hillary Clinton did in some ways, and she, and she used programs to make it so that you can never recover these items. So what I did is I screenshot something. I'm going to see if I can find it. If I can't, we'll just move on. 
But I screenshot something yesterday, and it actually came from Sydney Powell um, and her telegram. See if I can find this real quick. All right, here it is. So, oh, maybe that's, yes, here it is. So the screenshot shows they used a data recovery software, and then it gives you a link to that data recovery software. So it is likely that they were able to restore the files. However, we can't know for sure. We can see two files have a size of zero bytes. So these are probably lost forever. When you delete a file on a computer, it is not really gone, and that is true. However, there are ways to make it really gone. It's still on the hard drive, but it is not visible to the user, and the space used on the disk by this file is marked as free, so it can be used to write something else when needed. So if nothing was written over the file, then it is recoverable. These are also possibilities to calculate uh, what are the missing parts of a file. It looks like the software has this capability, and then in, in, in quotes she puts um, file repair. All right. Um, now, here's what I really wanted to show you. Here's what they have recovered, and here's what they have found. And this should be, oh, this should be really just, this should be sickening for everybody to watch. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch the screen over here. I want you guys to read this with me, and I'll get to the chart here in a minute. But let's read through this real quick. Okay. Um, to date, the attorneys for the Maricopa County have refused to produce virtual images of routers used in connection with the general election, relying on a conclusory and unsupported assertion that providing the routers would somehow endanger the lives of law enforcement officers, their operations, or their protected health information and personal data of Maricopa County citizens. Well, if true, the fact that the Maricopa County stores on its routers substantial quantities of citizens and employees, highly sensitive personal information is alarming uh, is an alarming indictment of the county's lax data security practices rather than the legislative subpoenas okay but what i want to get down here is when they're talking about now here's the biggest problem chain of custody if you wipe data and you don't know and there's no proof of certain election results then that means the election never happened you cannot prove that somebody won just because just like you cannot prove that somebody lost if there is a chain of custody uh, breach if there's not an actual proof or any kind of record of chain of custody from the voter until the uh, selecting I mean certifying the slate of electors and sending it to Washington that's illegal you can't do that it's illegal and from from FEC it's illegal under state rules it's illegal it's, it's just completely illegal it makes it basically so that that, uh, that election is null and void, right? Okay, so let's, let's move on here. Um, as the audit has progressed, the Senate's contractors have become aware of apparent omissions, inconsistencies, and anomalies relating to Maricopa County's handling, organization, and storage of the ballots. We hope you can assist us in understanding these issues, including specifically the following. Now, this is a letter that was written to the Maricopa uh, County Board of Supervisors as well, all right? The county has not provided any chain of custody documentation for the ballots. Does such documentation exist? And if so, will it be produced? The bags in which the ballots were stored are not sealed. That, again, is illegal. Those bags should be sealed. Those seals were broken. Those seals were completely broken. Although the audit team has found at the bottom of many boxes cut seals of the type that would have sealed a ballot bag. Why are these seals placed at the bottom of the boxes? 
Batches within a box are frequently separated by only a divider without any indication of the corresponding batch numbers. In some cases, the batch dividers are missing altogether. This lack of organization is significantly complicated and delayed the audit team's ballot processing efforts. What are the county's procedures for sorting, organizing, and packing ballots of batches? Most of the ballot boxes were sealed merely with regular tape and not secured by any kind of tamper-evident seal. Is that the county's customary practice for storing ballots? The audit team has encountered a significant number of instances in which there is disparity between the actual number of ballots contained in a batch and the total denoted on the pink report slip accompanying the batch. In most of the instances, the total on the pink report slip is greater than the number of ballots in the batch, although there are a few instances in which the total is lower. Now, this is what I wanted to show you guys. Check this out. This is super important. There are 2.1 million ballots to go through. 2.1 million. This right here, what you're seeing right here, this is only representing a very small amount of ballots, okay? Now, right now, the audit team is about 20% done with the forensic audit. That means there's 80% to go, okay? Now, this, this, um, this chart right here does not represent the entire 20%. What this chart is showing is what she stated in this letter above here. Now, this is major, Okay, this is huge. When somebody tells you, when, when CNN or MSNBC or your liberal friends or anybody tells you there was no cheating that happened, this proves right here something is bad. Okay, let me, let me take a coffee sip here. Now let's go through this. Check this out. Ballot 5. Okay, batch 2104. There should be 200 ballots in this pink slip total. There's only 198. So that's, a, that's two of them that are gone. That's not a huge deal. That's not a huge deal. That, that represents a very small percentage. But look at this one. Out of the 200 ballots that should be in this batch, which is batch number 9276, there's only 165. That means there's 35 ballots missing. Do you know what 35 ballots missing from 200 represents? Over 17%. Over 17%, folks. So what they did is they're showing just five instances. Just five. That only total two, four, six, eight, about a thousand ballots. Now there's 2.1 million to go through. Stay with me here. This just only represents a thousand ballots. So right here we have a discrepancy of over 17%. 17% error rate. According to the FEC, it's supposed to be less than 1%. This is 17% right here. Then you go down here to batch number 9278. There's 13 missing. What does that represent? That represents about 10%. Somewhere around a little over 10%, maybe. Then you got down here this batch number. There's 18 more. 18 more, folks, than there should be. What the heck is going on here? Why are there 18 more ballots than there actually should be in this batch? And then down here, you see that there's 10 missing, which represents, I don't know, maybe about 7, 8%. But this is only 1,000 ballots, folks. There's this much discrepancy. Imagine what is going to happen when they're allowed to go through all 2.1 million. And those are just the physical ballots. This has nothing to do with the machines yet. So they're doing a forensic audit of the machines, the, the, the tabulation machines, and the, and the physical ballots. And already in just the physical ballots alone, they're finding upwards of 17, close to 20% discrepancy in 1,000 ballots. 
I mean, excuse me, that's in 200 ballots. So in only 200 ballots, there's a 17.5% discrepancy. What do you think is going to happen when there's 2.1 million? So let's just take that right there as this is going to be the way the ballots, uh, that the uh, the hand count is going to, is going to show you let's let's say there's going to be a massive discrepancy okay so if you take 2.1 million what is 10 percent of 2.1 million well that's a lot more votes than president trump quote lost by isn't it and i guarantee you that most of those ballots are fraud are, are, are fraudulent or for joe biden guarantee you and so that is what they've been trying to hide folks that is massive right there so I'm going to scroll down here talking about the deleting of the databases because this is huge too. We have recently discovered that the entire database directory from the D drive of the machine um, has been deleted. This removes election-related details that appears to have been covered by the subpoena. In addition, the main database for this election management system, EMS Software, results tally and reporting is not located anywhere on the EMS primary machine, even though all of the EMS clients reference that the machine as the location of the database. This suggests that the main database for all election-related data for the November 2020 general election has been removed. Can you please advise as to why these folders were deleted and whether they are any backups that may contain the deleted folders? Folks, this was deleted in March, right before they were supposed to hand them over to the subpoena. You understand what I'm saying here? This is what Katie Hobbs is trying to hide. This is just a tiny little bit of the fraud and the cheating that took place in Arizona. And you you know for sure that if it happened there, then it happened in all of these other states where the Secretary of State illegally certified these slates of electors and sent them in. Which means that that is an illegal certification of those slates of electors. Which means what do you do? You got to bring them back. You got to bring those electors back too. And I'd be willing to bet you're going to have to bring back all the electors from Arizona. You're going to have to bring back all of the electors of Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and probably Virginia as well. And definitely New Hampshire with our little four electors that we give up here, electoral, electoral votes. One after the other. That is why people in Pennsylvania got to go to audittheVotePA.com. AuditTheVotePA.com, and you guys got to get that this done in your state too. We got to push. If we have a red legislature in our state, which all of those states do, then you have to push for the forensic audit. You have to. Look what we just found off 200 ballots. There was a 17.5% discrepancy on 200. Wait until you find all 2.1 million. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be huge, and this is why, and I guarantee you the DOJ steps in. I guarantee you the Department of Justice will step in at some point and try to stop all of this, which they won't, because why? You can't beat God. That is why. Now, in that letter sent to the Maricopa uh, County Board of Supervisors and Katie Hobbs, they're, 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 they're going right past subpoena. They're saying, we want a public hearing next week. They want a public hearing, and they want these people that they wrote this letter to, including Katie Hobbs, they want them to come to this public hearing and they want them to explain what in the HE double hockey sticks is going on, where are these database, uh, where are these drives that have been wiped, where's this information, why are the seals broken, what is going on, and they want a public, um, a public acknowledgement and, uh, and they want to be able to do this in front of the people. 
And I think that's incredible. I think that's great because you're putting it out there and the Republicans are being more transparent again than the Democrats ever have been. You know, putting the boards up, putting the, the cardboard up in the windows and kicking Republican poll watchers out and all that. It's all coming down, folks. Every bit of it's coming down. Now let's move to Michigan real quick. In Michigan, Matt DiPerno up there is killing it. Matt DiPerno is killing it in Michigan. And we really need to continue to push this. And we'll, we'll make another round of phone calls as well. Um, but in Michigan right now, they found out that votes that were supposed to go to, I don't even remember the third party candidate's name anymore, but votes that were supposed to go to him ended up going to Trump. And then votes that were supposed to go to Trump went to Biden. And they did that. The reason why those machines did that was to make it look like it wasn't such so much, so much of a wash, that Trump was still getting votes. There's no way that this third-party guy could have gotten votes. So Trump was getting his votes while Trump's votes were going to Biden. And now the judge is trying to decide what to do. Do we go forward? But they've been, but uh, the Secretary of State there uh, and uh, other Democrat operatives there, uh, swamp donkey scumbags, have asked the judge to dismiss the case. Why? Because they know they're going to find the same thing in the entire state of Michigan as they're finding in Arizona. Folks, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. <laughs> this is how we do it. Ooh, uh, like my mom said, I might not find out tomorrow. I might not find out next week. I might not find out next month, but I will find out. And when I find out, your is grass and I'm the lawnmower. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I can't wait for that public hearing, and I can't fit, wait to find out what excuse that Arizona has for wiping the databases. You can't do that. It's illegal. You're supposed to keep records for 22 months. So what do you say, what do you say to that? Oh, we broke the law. Sorry. No, you got to put these people in handcuffs, and you got to make examples out of them. Um, moving on, uh, we'll keep up with that. And, oh, by the way, the New Hampshire audit is underway. And Heather Mullins of Real America's Voice News, friend of ours, she's up there, and she said there's no nefarious action. And the, and the people that were chosen, even though it's not what the people wanted to do the audit, are actually being very, very transparent, and she sees no sign of... Um, no sign of any trickery going on yet. So that's your update with New Hampshire as well. Let's move on. Uh, Palestinian Islamic jihadist officials have come out in a statement yesterday saying that Iran is giving them the rockets to shoot into Israel. Well, of course they are. Of course they are. That is what I said yesterday. I said what's going to happen is you're going to see that other countries are going to start getting involved. And other countries, courage is contagious, both on the, on the good and the bad side of life, right? Other countries are seeing Palestine being courageous and shooting rockets into Israel. So, of course, they're going to get involved. And now we find out that Iran is supplying the Palestinians with the missiles, with the rockets to shoot into Israel. Guaranteed, you're gonna find two. You're gonna you're gonna see another two countries join in on this, and this is like just like the Democrats are completely showing who they are right now in the United States. Just like they're not trying to hide anymore, they're not trying to stay behind the curtain anymore. They're full on. This is who we are, and this is what we're trying to do. You're gonna see a full on try, uh, takedown of Israel, or at least an attempt to take down Israel. And the question is: Is this administration and is this Pentagon? Is this? Army, military, all of our military might. Are we under this crazy, demented, socialist swamp donkey, are we going to allow this to happen? Because you know dang well none of this would be happening if Trump wasn't there. Because Trump worked on that, you know, go ahead, mess around and find out what happens. And the world listened. The world responded because they didn't want to get in trouble. 
Now they don't care because the Democrats don't care and they know they're all on the same side. So Iran is giving Palestinians the missiles. Great, cool, awesome. Unbelievable. Uh, Let's go ahead and give another Dum Dum Award today, shall we? This is going to go to all you people that live in Ohio right now. I feel so bad for you. Uh, Dum Dum Award of the Day is going to go to Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. Bam. Ooh, I didn't miss it. I feel good. Mike DeWine, he comes out yesterday in an attempt for OHIO to get everybody in their state vaccinated. Now, here's the other thing, by the way, folks. If the pandemic is as bad as the CDC, the WHO, and the Democrats have been saying it is to steal the election and take over the world... If it is as bad as they said it was, you would be rushing to find a vaccine. You wouldn't be able to get a vaccine. Supply and demand wouldn't it would be a major issue, kind of like with gas. Everybody would be rushing to get a vaccine because they wouldn't want to die. Okay? If this if this if the China virus was as bad as they said it was, people you wouldn't need a 24-hour uh, media campaign, you wouldn't need a 24-hour PR campaign, you wouldn't need constant marketing for uh, constant advertisement from every single news station to remind you that it exists. Okay? They went from they went from a 24-hour, oh my gosh, it's oh don't don't go outside, don't go outside, stay in your house, don't go anywhere, lock everything, lock everything down. You can't have toilet paper, you can't have this, you can't have friends, you can't go to funerals. Let's kill all the old people. Oh, everybody's freaking out. They went from a 24-hour, 24/7 PR campaign of of of, of fear, and now they're in a full-blown 24/7 campaign to take the vaccine. Just take the vaccine. Just take the vaccine. Why? I've been healthy this entire last year. So you mean to tell me that I'm going to go take a vaccine and get sick from something that I'm trying to con- to prevent myself from getting sick from that I didn't get sick from this entire year and a half when it was spreading like wildfire? I mean, come on, you don't need to be a uh, you don't need to be Dr. Fauci. You don't need to be a rocket scientist to figure any of this stuff out. You just don't. You don't. So Ohio Governor Mike DeWine is now doing an, a lottery, a lottery in Ohio. So anybody under the age of 18 if you join in with this lottery and you go get your vaccine, he's trying to get 17-year-olds and under to go take their vaccine. And then they're going to pick five lucky winners, just like they do with the, the people over 18. And they're going to give them full-ride full, full ride scholarships to college. Four years. So this is how they're now they're bribing people. They're literally paying people taxpayer money and money coming from PPE loans and stuff like that and COVID relief to give it to citizens to take the vaccine. So obviously this is an attempt like a raffle. They want as many people to join in as possible. So everybody gets a shot in their arm and they're going to give away four year scholarships to five lucky people under the age of 18. If you're over the age of 18, they're going to pick five lucky winners, one every week for five weeks to give you a million dollars. So if you want to try for a million dollars or you want to try for a scholarship in the state of Ohio, all you got to do is just take the shot. Just take the shot. But again, my question is, If the sickness is as bad as they've been portraying the sickness is, then you would be rushing to get the shot. Heck, I would be not even doing the show right now. I would bounce and I would go to the local Walgreens or the local CVS and go, please, please, please give me the COVID vaccine. I don't want to die. Unfortunately, (laughs) it's not even close. So. Anyway, if you live in if you live in Ohio, you can make yourself a uh, you can make yourself a pretty good living right now um, by winning 
the lottery, the COVID lottery. That's what they're calling it, the COVID lottery. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, folks, I want to take this time real quick to talk about MyPillow.com. As you guys know, with your permission, I did partner with MyPillow.com. And if you are still buying anything, if you're still buying gifts, if you haven't bought everything from Mike Lindell yet to, to support his business and what he's trying to do to fight election fraud, then you can go and you can apply the promo code LFA for Live from America, and you can get yourself that big discount that he's always given to people. Um, but it also, 50% of the revenue that you guys spend comes right back to Live from America, which really helps the growth of the show. So if you guys, um, if you guys uh, have still, still have things to buy from MyPillow.com, then uh, make sure you put in the promo code LFA so that you can get your big discount and you help the show out. So thank you guys very much for that. Um, also, if you go to my website right now, I have an event page put up. So if you go to jeremyherald.com, there is an event page where you can find out where I'm going to be, when I'm going to be on the Save America tour. You definitely want to check that out. And folks, when you buy your hats and your glasses from the website, you need to take a picture with you wearing the hat and the glasses when you get them, and you need to post it on Facebook, then send it to me, because we're going to hold a raffle, and we're going to give away three major prizes. And you want to know what the first prize is? I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. The first prize will be um, a, a ticket from wherever you are uh, to fly to one of the one of the lengths uh, one of the uh, stages of our Save America tour, where you fly, take a couple days, fly to where we are, get on the bus, and you'll actually be on the bus with us with Real America's Voice News, going to whatever state we're going to. So that's the first prize ticket. If you guys do that, take a picture with your hat and your glasses on, post it on Facebook with the hashtag Hip Hop Patriot or the hashtag Live from America and send it to me. So moving right along, folks, we're going to give away this first Smarty Award of the day today. And I didn't really know much about this guy until now, but now I kind of like him. So let's go ahead and do that. Woohoo! Made it. Jordan. Um, Representative Paul Gosser from um arizona i didn't know much about this guy i've heard his name before um and i've even i've even uh done uh i think i've given him a smarty award before but i really didn't know much about him i do now but representative paul gosser actually uh, stood up for ashley babbitt and her family yesterday if you believe she was murdered like uh like uh every like <laughs> maybe she was maybe she wasn't i don't know but ashley babbitt um we still don't know who executed her we still don't know who the cop is that shot ashley babbitt well, he stood up for her yesterday in a hearing and he demands, he demands for the country and for her family to know who in the heck shot her. Because it's anytime an officer kills anybody who's not white, oh, they're named, they're doxxed, and they're charged, and they're thrown away. They're put in jail and the key gets thrown away, but we can't find out who shot Ashley Babbitt. So a big shout out to uh, Representative Paul Gosser. Now I'm going to give you another Smarty Award for the day because we have a doctor speaking up against... COVID, uh, the, the China virus vaccine. So let's go ahead. And... Three for three today. Dr. Ryan Cole, owner of Cole Diagnostics in Idaho. We're going to make sure that we give this gentleman a call too at some point. Dr. Ryan Cole of Cole Diagnostics in Idaho says that he is not an anti-vaxxer, but he warns against the COVID jabs, he says. And then he goes on to say, quote, we've seen more deaths from this shot 
than all vaccines in the last 20 years combined, and it's just in the first four to five months of the vaccine. And he says, stop taking it. That's a doctor, folks. That is a doctor telling people, stop taking it. We've seen more deaths from people taking the vaccine and than any other vaccine combined in the last 20 years for this time period. That's incredible. That's actually incredible, man. It sucks, but it's incredible when a doctor comes out and tells you that. Now, they'll probably try to take his license. You watch. Sure, they'll try to take his license. Um, and to here's another story right here. A well-known comedian in India that goes by the name of Vivek, He's also their uh, health ambassador. So he's a, he was a well-known actor and comedian, and now he's their health ambassador. Well, he's not anymore. Want to know why? Because he's dead. Because he's dead. He went uh, on TV in India to try to show people how safe the vaccine was. He took the China virus COVID-19 vaccine live on TV to show everybody how safe it really is. Two days later, he died. Autopsy showed that he suffered from an acute coronary syndrome with cardiogenic shock and 100% blockage of a blood vessel, and they're saying it was caused by taking the vaccine. Two days after he took it, he died. Now, I'm not saying that everybody who takes one of these vaccines is going to die. You need to take it. You want to take it. You think you need to take it. Go ahead and take it. You're putting, you know, it's your own risk. It's your body, your choice. However, I'm going to give you stories of people who are who are literally having complications or dying from it. And I'm glad that I'm on a platform where I'm allowed to do it. So, um, the last thing that I want to tell you guys is they used COVID to steal the election. They used January 6th, which is I believe was a complete setup, to take over our voting system and to get rid of Trump and his supporters and label us all terrorists. That's what I believe. My personal belief is that COVID-19 was used to to do mail-in ballots and to steal the election. And I also believe that January 6th was a massive setup to take over the voting system and to remove Trump for good so that he can never come back and label all of us, his supporters, terrorists. One of the reasons why I believe that is because I was visited by the FBI with no proof whatsoever that I did anything wrong. Just by somebody anonymously calling in. You believe that? I believe that as much as I believe that Joe Biden is a legitimate president of the United States of America. Now, I'm going to give a big shout out to Representative Andrew Clyde. Because Andrew Clyde of of Georgia pretty much says exactly the same thing. So let's pull that video up real quick and let you hear what he says. Let me be clear. There was no insurrection, and to call it an insurrection, in my opinion, is a bold-faced lie. Yep. Watching the TV footage of those who entered the Capitol and walked through Statuary Hall showed people in an orderly fashion staying between the stanchions and ropes taking videos and pictures. You know, if you didn't know the TV footage was a video from January the 6th, you would actually think it was a normal tourist visit. Let me be clear. I want to play that again. There was no insurrection, and to call it an insurrection, in my opinion, is a bold-faced lie. A representative from Georgia says there was no insurrection, and to call it an insurrection is a bold-faced lie. Let's continue to hear. Watching the TV footage of those who entered the Capitol and walked through Statuary Hall showed people in an orderly fashion staying between the stanchions and ropes taking videos and pictures. You know, if you didn't know the TV footage was a video from January the 6th, you would actually think it was a normal tourist visit. Boom. 
If you didn't know that it was footage from January 6th, you would actually think it's a normal tourist visit. I know you all agree. Folks, we had 6,000 people watching today. I want to say thank you because that's a testament to you guys sharing. Now, I know that Rumble doesn't have it worked out yet to where this exact video stays up and I have to upload the recorded version. So I do ask you to share it uh, again as well. Get as much out there as possible. But I want to thank you guys because you guys are the ones, you guys are the force multipliers. You guys are the ones that make make things happen and get all of these eyeballs and eardrums on the show. So thank you guys very much for all that you do. God bless you. That's going to end today's show. But I do want to tell you, um, that we'll be back at 5 PM Eastern time tonight for more live from America. And remember there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. And we'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for more Live from America. Bye-bye, guys.